And now back to your regular programming. You've never heard less productive analysis. Heard nationally, it's the Believe in FCS Football Podcast with Joe DeLeon and Sean Anderson. Welcome back to another episode of the Believe in FCS Football Podcast. I am Joe DeLeon, uh, joined by Sean Anderson. No introduction for him. <laughs> um, no, in all seriousness, we're obviously continuing the show. Got a lot of notes from people who were worried that the show was not going to continue um, <laughs> after after the back and forth that occurred to us. Uh, we will have a moment of reckoning that will happen at the end of, end of today's show. Um, but we didn't want to distract from the really good coverage that we have for this weekend's games because we have four really big games to talk about, Sean. Uh, that being Mercer, Chattanooga, Weber State, Montana State, Montana, Sac State, and then South Dakota State, uh, North Dakota. Probably not going to go as deep on all of them, but want to get just a quick touch base on all of these four games because of the importance of all of them for the landscape of, of FCS football. Things are starting to heat up. We're getting a lot, a lot of big, big battles coming up. Top 10 battles uh, coming up in the remainder of this season. Yeah, the top 10 starting to shake out a little bit, which we earlier in the year, this is when it starts shaking out. And with that, now we just have to move forward and I guess hope Rhode Island stays hot. <laughs> which you did get a firsthand account on Rhode Island's uh, quality of play. Sure uh, and I think we both are hoping that they do stay hot. They killed me in FC estimates, um, but we're going to get to that. We're going to get to that later on. Um, Sean, before we start talking about these games, do you mind sharing with our listeners uh, Bet Online? Oh, I would love to. I, I, uh, I'll do this read. No problem. Okay. And I'll use the proper, uh, use the proper link also. The proper okay. code. Yeah. Oh, okay. Okay. Thank you. <laughs> well, the NBA is back. Uh, I watched that. Dreadful. Did you watch that game last night? The dreadful uh, Lakers Warriors game. I had it on. Um, I went to bed before it finished. You know what? So. If you're going to say the game is starting at 10 p.m., how about you start the game at 10 p.m. and hold the ring ceremony at 9:30? Because the game stepped uh, started off at like 10:37, 10:38 my time, which I guess 7:38 your time. That's fine. Prime time game for the West Coast. They're mm -hmm. those teams, but the East Coast is sitting over here. Okay. Here's a ceremony. Here's another video package. Here's another this that. Make a prop bet betonline.ag. Will, will the game start on? No, it won't. That that it should be. But regardless, NBA is back. It's fun. It, it, I forgot. It's kind of fun to bet on basketball. Like like you can play like player rebounds. You're really into it. Uh, like Kevin Looney over rebounds. You get to yell at the big fella. Go ahead. Go get that ball. Board man gets paid. You can do all this at betonline.ag. It is always the fastest and easiest way to bet all your favorite sports, even events like MLB, MMA, tennis, boxing, and even golf. The Phillies lost me some money. Good. I guess I bet on the Padres because you're just a hack. Uh, head to betonline.ag and join your uh, and receive your 100% welcome bonus with your first deposit. Make sure to use promo code BLEAV, B-L-E-A-V, to receive your rewards. Bet online where the game starts. By the way, just a random side note. Um... <laughs> This week was actually, I think the funniest part about this week is I, I yesterday felt the need to go look at the Apple podcast reviews and somebody left uh, a, a one-star review in the end of September. And uh -huh. the comment was like, these guys make the show all about themselves, <laughs> which I, I just, I get so 
perplexed by those comments because it's like that you're listening to the wrong goddamn show. Like we're we're gonna did provide you, did you different. Have <laughs> what did you have Joe Cerullo leave a review to to even it out after the one star? <laughs> no, he left that a while ago. We were leaving him on each other's shows, but I, I saw that and I was like, "Well, this guy's stupid. Like he doesn't understand the the." So like every time I get one of those, like we also had like a comment on the video I published. That, uh, like uh, uh, we have more people applauding us on our YouTube comments and in my DMs saying uh-huh. that they love the chemistry of the show. And then there's a the one asshole that's like, oh, they don't talk about football. I'm like, yes, we do. We do talk about the games. Sorry that we like to have fun and like to enjoy ourselves. Um, and sorry that we like to attack each other because that's also fun and entertaining for our listeners, which a lot of people agreed this week. It was entertaining. Um, yeah. And there was also some asshole who just said like, oh, I listened to it once and like, I'll never listen to it again. Can, can guys, can I'm we please like our, our positive, our positive listeners, can you guys please, please just leave us some good reviews so that those aren't the ones at the top. <laughs> I don't know why I always, la- I always laugh at the one star reviews. I don't know. It's just always fun. The, the podcast used to be good. Then it became more about the host than FCS football. So many episodes where they joke around with each other for minutes upon minutes before getting to real content. <laughs> I know God, God, God forbid show. that we, God forbid we like having fun. It's the same thing we talk about every time. And the ones who like the show t- keep tuning in for that. And the ones who don't, um, I don't know, go, go listen to a more, more, uh, once I found them, I no longer to tolerate this one. Yes. Yeah. That was the one I found. <laughs> Oh, what is this? Terrible. <laughs> it's like the, the one YouTube stream. The guy said, no, this is boring as hell. I'm like, yeah. <laughs> All right, go find something else. I'm not begging to uh, keep you here. Right. Yeah. It, it's just a, it, it's a weird issue to have. Um, and it's like, okay, I didn't need to know that, that you have a problem with it. Like, just move on with your right. day. Like, I think right. what I said was fuck off. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, well, that's always uh, gotten to you a little bit more than it's gotten to me, I think. It's it's not so much or, or not, not gotten to you, but you've taken notice of it a little more. I acknowledge like, I it, but like for the rest of the day. Uh, no, oh my god, my fucking trackpad is like having a meltdown right now. It keeps thinking I'm right clicking. What we we're, we're having a really good technically sound episode. Today. Yeah, really. Strong. All right, let's let's talk about these four games. Uh, we're gonna try and be a little more quick hitter on them because there's four games to talk about like i almost i was like which ones do we not include and they're actually almost for five because i almost included the elon unh game but i did it i want to start us off with number 11 mercer traveling to number 10 chattanooga two teams that we've talked very very highly of um they're both led by very talented skill players mercer's fred payton right now one of the top quarterbacks in the country and then it also helps that the uh, Ron Harper has one of the most all-purpose yards in the country with 856. They have been explosive, not to mention that Ty James, one of their receivers, has one of the best uh, yards per completion with 21 yards per completion, with, completion, which is a nutty stat. Now, Chattanooga, on the other hand, Sean, has their own dudes. Uh, you got Ilam Ford, who I know I'm mispronouncing. I've mispronounced a million times on this podcast who is one of the best running backs in the country, 805 all-purpose yards. This is going to be a little bit of a battle of, of superstars, if you will, of the, the the biggest top offensive weapons in the country. But, Sean, both these teams have really freaking good defenses, which makes it 
a bit tricky to predict. Yeah, they've stayed hot all season. Which is strong for Peyton, uh, part of Fat Stats yesterday. I was, he had a huge game last week. I think I think it was like over 300 yards, four touchdowns, something like that. But both the teams have stayed consistent. They're not the marquee teams, but they're top 10, top 11 teams. And I think that mm-hmm. the voters have said, okay, you've done your jobs. You've beaten the teams you're supposed to beat. You're not doing anything super flashy, but you got a good team. And then now, huge deciding game. Mercer, better than I thought they'd been this year or would be. Going into the season, Mercer, afterthought for me. I'll yeah, admit it. For everyone. Chattanooga, not an afterthought, but I was not going to say. You, you, you'd ask me at the beginning of the season, hey, will Chattanooga be in the top 10? I'd say no. There wouldn't be. They're Chattanooga. They'd be in maybe the 15 to 25 range because they're good. They're well coached. They have uh, they've they've constantly churned out really good players, but it's Chattanooga. You know, it's not it's not Big Sky. It's not it's not it's, 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 it's just it's not CAA. Uh, but they've been impressive so far this year. I I'm such a hack. I still cannot buy into it being early enough for this to be a a massive massive game, even though I know it is. But but. Maybe it's because I think they're both going to make the playoffs right now. Maybe mm-hmm. that's just why. Uh, but at least it'll help seeding. Maybe one of home field advantage from it. But it'll be a very, very fun game for sure. Yeah, and this game is going to have an impact on who wins the conference, especially. But uh, the big thing that's really funky with this is that both of these teams, despite the really good players that I mentioned, they also have highly touted defenses. Top in the country in run defenses, both of these squads. Mercer's 20th. Chattanooga is 11th and then on top of that they both have two of the best scoring defenses in the country both allowing under 20 points per game so like the battle that we now have here and I think what's going to happen Sean is that this is going to be the lowest scoring game of the weekend of the four big games that we're talking about I think this is going to be like a 10 to 17 game I really do believe that that that's what's going to happen I think you're far off on that either It, it just I don't I don't expect it to be a possible 52-35 blowout or shootout or anything like that. It's going and the next game we're talking about is probably going to be 24-17. This game might have less points than that. Mm-hmm. Sean, I don't know about you, but I think I slightly lean because these are these are really comparable teams. They've got good athletes at key positions. Uh they've got strong defensive players really talented units on the defensive side of the football. I think I slightly lean Mercer in this situation because, because of Fred Payton, because he's the better quarterback in the matchup. Yeah. It is, it's really easy to do that. I understand that. And some people might call that lazy analysis, but if you've got the better quarterback in, a, in an even matchup, statistically more often it, than not, that better quarterback helps you win football games. It's, it, uh, it's not even a, it's not even lazy. It's just common sense. And we've always said on the show, we're not here we're here to make common sense out of it that we we never said, Oh, I can't in the preseason. We never said, okay, we're going to snub North Dakota state because we're going to get cute with uh, uh, maybe Weber state takes the one seed this year. No, no, no. We, we understand the common sense of how football works and a better quarterback will give you a better percentage of winning the game. It, it very hardly does it happen where uh, it flips otherwise, because then you have the, the, the famous quarterback duels where Chad Pennington went, went off versus uh, Peyton. Manning and it was 45 42 and well that's that's why it's a, an insane quarterback duels is not expected to happen it doesn't happen that mm-hmm. often now our next game we're going to have a running back duel and a run game duel between weber state okay. and montana state actually neither of these teams have like a premier running back leading the country in a, in a given statistic 
but they both have one of the best um holy shit this fucking trackpad um the <laughs> i don't know i don't know i don't know what's happening with my, my computer this is what is god it's fu- i think i actually I, speak, your computer's having problems my computer i might need to get taken in this is fucking right. terrible what the <laughs> fuck oh my god stop stop <laughs> god <laughs> Bad internet, bad computers. Fuck. The, um, the the running games have been solid for both teams so far this year. Last week, Weber State versus Joe's Portland State amassed 268 yards and three touchdowns on the ground. That's uh-huh. kind of what we expected uh, uh, Weber State to do. Uh, I don't know. I'm I'm not. I'm still not a believer. I refuse to be actually uh, on the on, on the Weber train. But they've got a really good balanced uh, attack on the running uh, running side of things. And then defense, Joe, Jack Kelly had two and a half sacks last week. We were had five also. So they're getting to the quarterback, and they are also winning in the trenches. That's what uh, winning teams do, and that's why uh, Weber is ranked as high as they are. Yeah, with in this, in this matchup, the statistics I was alluding to, Montana State has the second best rushing offense in the country, and then Weber has the 14th best. The funny thing, as I mentioned, there's not really like a premier guy on each team. There's a lot of right. different guys that they turn to. But the interesting part, in addition to that, is that they both have statistically two receivers that are some of the best in the country. I'm talking about Willie Patterson for Montana State yep. and then Ty McPherson for Weber State. So like these guys have two of the most receiving touchdowns in the country so far this year. They're legitimate red zone threats. And then on top of that, McPherson's another deep threat guy uh, 20 yards per reception is explosive to have that in addition to a good running game is really, really dangerous. But this game is like the battle between the two run games and the two really talented defenses, which we've talked about. And I've talked about how Weber dominates time of possession. Then when we talked about Montana state, I've talked about how they dominate time of possession. Is this just going to be a, uh, a fight for who can hold on to the football the longest. And is this also going to be like a 10 to seven football game? Because uh, one team is just going to try and run out the clock because that's what both of these teams do really freaking well. I am so confused by this Montana state team. Okay, Joe. I, all right. Just, they played Northern Colorado last week. Mm-hmm. Tommy Mellot, Melot, whatever. Lot. Uh, took most of the passes, 15 for 19, 217 passing yards, three touchdowns. Sean Chambers, Two passes or, or two completions, four attempts, one interception, 33 yards, one touchdown. On the ground, Sean Chambers, 11 carries, 41 yards, and a touchdown. Melot, seven carries, 40 yards. What do you make of that? What can you possibly make of split, like, like Chambers running more, Melot throwing more? And it, it, why are they bringing Chambers in to, to throw an interception and a touchdown? I, I don't get it. I don't, <laughs> what, there, it just doesn't make sense to me. And maybe it's because I never watched that Michigan's going to have a dual quarterback uh, thing this year where they both come in and they both do different things, but they're both good quarterbacks. So we can't pick a starter. I remember that time period in college football when that was happening. I remember TCU said we might have that three quarterback rotation going into this year. And obviously Max Duggan was going to take the, take the starting job. It was obvious. But I don't get how they are move. Maybe they're just trying. Maybe they're playing 40 chess and we're just sitting here looking at it. Okay. We're, I'm just so used to a starting quarterback. If he's going to run the ball and throw the ball, he can run the ball and throw the ball. Two quarterbacks that have started this year taking turns, doing different things, but also the exact same thing is mm-hmm. very odd to me. And some, I know Montana State's going to be, oh, Millock came out with an injury and then he had to come back in or something. Something's going to happen. I know that's how it's going to work, but 
you look at the you look at that you're like okay it just is awkward it's almost the opposite of michigan like you talked about where it's like we've got two really good passers one's uh one's gonna stretch the field a little bit more because he's got the better arm and he's the better prospect and the other one's going to be a little bit more on schedule and complete those shorter throws you've got two guys that neither of them are really really efficient or consistent passers it's like who do we want to put in there to throw the interception who's gonna yeah. who's gonna pick up the first down running the football it's it's montana's version of michigan football where it's like both these guys run really well maybe one of them's gonna throw it a little bit better like that's what the the way that it works did philly Correct me if I'm wrong. Did Philly do this in like Jalen Hurts' rookie year with Wentz? Wentz? When, yeah, when, they brought, but Jalen yeah, Hurts kind of came in sometimes and ran a yeah. lot and threw the ball a couple times. Is that what is that what I'm looking at? I think they did that. Kind of, kind of. I not as much though. I feel like this has turned into a little bit of a rotation, and I know that we have. Yeah. A lot of Montana State listeners that are going to drop comments on like the very sure. specifics of like, well, actually, Chambers comes in fifteen point six percent of the time on uh, third and short, <laughs> while Malat is, uh, you know, in <laughs> in know. on passing I, downs. But sometimes they'll <laughs> they'll flex Chambers out uh, at yeah. the Y spot. Yeah. <laughs> if, it's, if they're predicting a cover one, then obviously Chambers is coming in. And then okay, okay, I got you. I got you. I I, I love our listeners. I love that we have this level of detail they're because the best. there's literally no way for Sean and I to know all this information there's not as you can tell we're talking about four games and trying to cover all four of them uh Sean I gotta say though Bronson Barron is definitely the better passer in this matchup and I'm a little bit perplexed on trying to pick this one because Montana State has the better defense they've got the better turnover margin they're turning the ball over they're protecting it as well but I think that like I slightly lean more playmakers on Weber State's defense, especially Maxwell Anderson, who leads the country in interceptions and has nine pass defend passes defended. It always trips me up, trips me up. And then Bronson Barron's been one of the best quarterbacks in the country, and I think has not been getting proper recognition. So, like, I could totally see Weber coming out and maybe winning like a close one here because Barron needs to complete like an important third down that sets up a game-winning field goal. But at the same time. I think I'm solely making this pick just because it's at Montana State. I think that's where that decision's coming from. That's not a bad. That's not bad actually. Uh, that that rationale. But Weber State is. I'm not saying Weber State looks like Montana State. I know what Montana State Stadium looks like. Yeah, they're they're damn near the same thing. You're playing at Weber State. You're playing at Montana State. All right. right. So don't don't. I know they're both different, but they're not. If you know what I'm. If you if you can understand that. They're both different, but it's not, not like it's not like they're flying to San Diego. All right, you know, right. Or, or San Diego's yeah, it's it's Utah, Co- Montana. It comes with the it comes with the territory. Yes. Now the other Montana who lost to Idaho is playing against Sac State. So I did a little bit of a deep dive on this one, and I think Montana got caught off guard by an underrated Idaho team that wasn't being properly recognized nationally in the whole no year. I was waiting for Idaho to have their signature win, and this was their signature win, was beating Montana. But the weird thing that I kept seeing, and it even happened in the polls here, where Sac State's the second-ranked team in the country, where everyone's chiming in saying that Sacramento State's the best team in the country and they should be ranked number one, not South Dakota State, which weird, Mm, very weird that you beat North Dakota State and South uh, Sac State somehow still better. 
I did a little bit of a deep dive looking into this game. And while, I, you know, Cameron Skedabo is a fantastic running back, one of the best in terms of all-purpose yardage so far this year, I'm legitimately frightened by Montana's defense. Like, if this game comes down to key possessions and third down efficiency, I have all my faith in Montana's defense. And I think they just had a rough day on offense. And at the same time, um, there was a little bit too much asked of Montana's passing game, and it didn't really step up. But that defense for Montana is good enough to completely neutralize uh, you know, that group for Sacramento State. Yeah, Robbie Hawk also had 10 tackles last week. He can't have 30 every single game. Uh, look, I think you hit it right on the head when you said Montana's offense just was not clicking. They had 34 rushing yards versus Idaho. Name me the last time you remember me saying Montana didn't get 50 rushing yards. That's 34 yeah. for, uh, what is that, seven different people trying to carry the ball. Lucas Johnson throws two interceptions. They didn't have much dynamic receiving uh, uh, lines, two for 54 from Junior Bergen. Where he's, you go to Idaho, you know, they had 52 rushing yards. Who who the hell ever outrushes Montana? Uh, and then, I mean, Hayden Hatton tore him up, nine catches, 149, two touchdowns. They just got schemed. I think they just straight up got schemed out by by Idaho, and that happens. It happens. Mm-hmm. Uh, they got their coaches get paid too. All right, their their scouts get paid too. Everybody in that their analytics department gets paid also. So they just got out coached. I think in this game, and that's not a, a slight to Idaho. Go ahead, out coach everybody. But it's Montana. I think that they bounce back pretty well. And Sac State. Doing a, a not Sac State bit, whereas they're getting love very early into the season compared to, oh, we're just going to sneak around uh, all year. And then at week 10, we're going to be tied for first. Mm-hmm. So it, it's uh, it's odd, but I don't think Montana gets I think they get the, what is it? The good kick in the ass to get back on the on the on the train. Yeah, and I, I think some people in these circumstances might argue it's a really tough draw for Montana to have to play. Oh yeah. Against, it's not great. It's a gauntlet. Uh, Sac State. But I flip it on Sac State in the circumstance. It's a tough draw for Sac State having to face Montana after a, a, a tough loss. Uh, like they're a team that is always going to rally and they're going to be pissed off. And I know that they're traveling to Sacramento state, but they come into this matchup pissed off. Uh, last thing I want to face when I'm trying to continue a, a trend of a really good season is to face a, a pissed off Montana team. It's the last thing that I want to see. Yeah, do you want to face an, an inspired Patrick O'Connell? Have no. him run run down your face. <laughs> I'd be scared. I, I think Montana, the first drive is just gonna send the house. Just go ahead. Everybody get to their quarterback. Get, you're not getting a yard. And if they do, they're gonna throw it, they're gonna have to throw it deep, or that quarterback's mm. gonna have to get that ball out quickly. They are I don't I don't think they're gonna come out playing around at all. Uh, all right, Sean, I want to talk about this uh, this last matchup we have. And I, this one I want to be a little more quick hitting because sure. North Dakota has been a little bit up and down so far this year. They face South Dakota State at home. And I drew parallels to Sac, uh, South Dakota State's performance and Tennessee's performance in the sense that you can't get hung up on the last game. This is my only takeaway on this. I think South Dakota State's going to win this football game. They've proven to me that they're the best team in the country, the most well-rounded team in the country so far. But the problem that always hurts teams after big wins 
is how do they carry over the momentum into the next week? I, mean, I think South Dakota State is well coached enough that, that it won't hurt them, but it needs to be emphasized that you can't ride off of and, and hang your hat on the victory that you had against North Dakota State. You need to keep building, and the way that you keep building is by beating North Dakota. If I were a betting man, which I am, uh, and if I'm going to go to betonline.ag, I would say I would take the North Dakota first half spread. I would because <laughs> South Dakota, I'll tell you how this game's going to go. South Dakota State's going to get the ball first. They're going to go down. They're going to score a touchdown. North Dakota State isn't going to get a touchdown, maybe a field goal on their drive. Then South Dakota State stalls out for literally a quarter and a half. They just will. North Dakota battles back, battles back, battles back. Scrappy, we're in this, we're in this, we're in this. South Dakota State, better team, better, uh, very talented, way, way more just big boys that, that can take over the game. But at the same time, it's hard to beat North Dakota State two years in a row. I mean, can you imagine? Can you imagine what that that Saturday night was like? Oh God! And then that that, Sunday, that downtown yeah, was, yeah, probably, yeah. was probably no, 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 it was it was going crazy. Yeah. But that that's not the hangover we're talking about. It's okay. We beat number one. Now what's number twenty gonna do? You know, they're still ranked. You still mm-hmm. got to go out and beat them. First half spread, I think North Dakota uh, takes it. And this isn't like a betting thing, but just kind of how I would analyze the first half of the game. South Dakota comes back and gets them, though. Yeah, I always like that. And uh, even the same thing for Tennessee playing UT Martin. Take UT Martin to cover. Take UT Martin to cover. It is not an un- unpopular pick to do where you're just kind of recovering from the high that was the previous week before exactly what happened the fellas were praising that scheduling for tennessee because either win or lose against alabama you have ut martin next week for tennessee could you imagine sean the and i'm telling you right now this podcast would be on fire if ut martin won that football game dude (laughs) i i i just i kind of need that i kind of need that in my in my uh, in my life right now i need it hey no we're pulling for tennessee this year yeah, we're pulling for Tennessee, but I I think for the for the no, hilarity of no, it, no, not yeah, we're pulling, we're pulling for Tennessee. I'm pulling for Tennessee, and I've been rooting for Tennessee. I, I've been I've been considering because I want to get, I need better attire for these shows, so I'm not wearing the same four shirts. And I've decided sure. that I want to get more like college gear. And I want I I was debating which SEC team I want to buy in on. I was bought in on Arkansas. I almost bought some Arkansas gear, but then they looked like shit. And now I'm gonna. I think I might actually buy some Tennessee drip. I need some Tennessee. You didn't buy a, an Anthony Richardson jersey. I know that you and somebody else were very, very high on him after week one, saying he's I, a I'm, possible Heisman Trophy candidate. I'm still very high on him, and he might not be a Heisman Trophy candidate, but he's still a first round pick candidate. But nonetheless, all right, let's talk about that. Is the statement of all statements. Let's talk about FC estimates. Uh, I went five and ten. Sean went seven and ten. Um, this is. I was thinking about this because we're gonna have our our. I think you. I can't tell if you like that. We're gonna have our our moment of reckoning, if you will, uh, after FCS. Well, Joe's moment it, of reckoning. Yeah, it doesn't. It doesn't help me that I lost to you in FC estimates, and then I'm gonna start shitting on you. Like I, I don't have much ground to stand on. But you sure uh, also, we also got shit on by Jamie on the FCS Fan Nation podcast because he's also outperforming us in FC estimates. So uh, that's just something to know. Um, I'm sure. I'm sure Jamie is. Hey, man, he texts me his his picks every week, so I'm keeping track of him. Is um, he 49 for 70? Because I am. Wait, let me. 
Joe, again, because you don't want to give out the full score in the year, 46 for 70. That's a three-game lead, people. That's massive. That is a huge lead because I knew this dunderhead wasn't going to be able to get to, to set his pride aside. Do we have SIU this he's, week or are they on by? He's 50 for 70. I'm sure Jamie Williams is 50 for 70. <laughs> I bet it's all chalk. Let me see, the, <laughs> let me see one upset that Jamie, Jamie Williams has picked. Uh, I don't need to go back and backtrack all. He texts yeah. me his picks so I can hold him accountable. Okay. All I, right. I can hold all him. Right. I can hold him accountable. All right. Jamie. Um, Around. Montana at Sac State. Let's start things off. Okay. Um, I am taking Sac State. I'm going with Montana. Ewu at Cal Poly. Cal Poly. Ewu, I, I got to take a break from you. I keep on betting on you. Keep on losing. Montana State. Oh, wait. Uh, I'm going with Cal Poly. Montana State, you and I. You and I, I guess. Oh, is that Missouri State? Yeah. A Missouri State, you and I. I'm going with you and I. Yeah, I'm, I'm going with you, you and I. Every time I... Like, course because of course every, you Montana, missouri state's gonna win yeah uh but i've every time i've done notes and i've tracked stats missouri state's defense shows up as one of the worst in the country so like if this is a get right game for you and i this is a get right game uh south dakota at north dakota south dakota state at north dakota south dakota state south dakota state for me as well weber at montana state i am taking the confusing uh uh montana state I go with Montana State too. Give me, uh, sorry, Campbell at Jackson State. Oh well, why? I mean, why put this one in here? Didn't we do enough <laughs> for being realistic? Jackson State. Yeah, talk about a moment of reckoning. Jackson State for me yeah, as well. As uh, SFA, <laughs> Stephen F. Austin and the Fighting Dustin Heltons uh, yeah. at Southern Utah. I will take the Fighting Dustin Heltons. I'm still waiting on that shirt. I'm going to buy one if it's possible for me to buy I one. I saw the tweets. Buy. Who's going to make them? You guys got to make them. I don't want to make them. I, I don't have any, things made I for me. <laughs> <laughs> oh, geez. Uh, my Mercer at Chattanooga. Oh, boy. Uh, I'm rolling with the chat here. Uh, give me Mercer with the quarterback nudge. Uh, Furman VMI. I'm going with Furman, and uh, strictly because I think that Furman running back won my uh, fat stat of the year. He had Aww. like 250, or fat stat of the week. He had like 250 yards, I think. Okay. I'm getting confused. Furman. Um, I'm also going Furman. Can't deny that run game. Uh, Elon at UNH. I'm going with Elon. Uh, Elon, it was a jump ball, basically, between Rhode Island last week. So I'm going with mm -hmm. Elon uh, beating UNH here. We all know the void of nothingness that is New Hampshire. So I'm oh, going to yeah. give uh, this. This is a tough draw. This is a tough one to have to play I, the, the week after. I, I keep on forgetting that Sully's brother went to UNH. His his clone. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, let's Isn't not. Weird? Let's not it's a weird, right? Yeah. Like let's Rhode not Island, confuse UNH. our listeners with a random person yeah. that only we know. UNH is weird. <laughs> okay. All right. All right. You want to so, yell at me? Go ahead. Yeah. So this past weekend, or this 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 show, everyone probably those who didn't listen to the early week two shows, Sean responded to me. Uh, there was a little tension because I taped on my own to talk about South Dakota State, North Dakota State, um, and you responded, and I applaud you for responding and like putting out a show. And I. Well, I had I, to do the fat stats segment because I listened to the show and said, oh, well, Joe won't do this segment. So yeah. how will we have any yearly continuity? 
I look, I, I will apologize for this part. I did not know when you were driving back. We, you didn't tell me when you were driving back. So I didn't know that that was happening all of Monday. I thought that there might've been time in your schedule. It's just a little bit annoyed. Um, in general, I have been wanting to get this show up early Monday morning, Sunday night. Like I, and you and I have kind of gone, gotten into it over doing that, but I think that this show would do better and perform better if we got it out sooner. I think our listeners would appreciate it. I think we would find more listeners if we did that. And uh, the timeliness aspect, I think just in general could be better, which inspired this, but I, I and I texted you this, I think that you kind of missed the boat on like, I wasn't really doing a radio bit. I was actually kind of upset and it, it had l- less to do with you not being there for that one show and more to do with like the overall frustration with the hack city channel and this whole season that's where this where this is stemming from and like that's why i got pissed off and i it just kind of boiled up to that and all i'm i don't want to air our shit out too much but like i feel like i'm doing a lot like a lot of work and the the channel has gone from where it was a thousand at the beginning of the season to where it's at almost ten thousand right now and i'm sacrificing all of my free time to put it towards it doing the live streams doing the extra shows the the, the fbs shows doing my reaction videos on the side, doing the vertical videos. And then like, I'm just trying to get you to record the FCS show. And it's like on a weekly basis, Sean, it's like, I'm like trying to, it's like, I'm asking you to do chores. Yeah. Like, you know, like, if I ahead. wasn't having fun doing the show, I wouldn't do it. That's what okay. I've said. I think since the first day doing the show, if okay. it wasn't fun, I'm not going to do it. That's why I love fucking taping the show. Two times a week, whatever, okay. however, however many times we tape. You text me on Sunday at 6 p.m. my time. When can you tape? I said, wait, wait, probably wait, wait. Tuesday. Sorry, today was a short show. You said, but, after I might tape a quick hitter, or all right, I might take, tape a quick hitter tomorrow because yesterday's games were big. Okay, but that's that was like a one-off instance. I think if we went back and looked at all the other times I tried to schedule... Like I've tried, I've stopped trying to be active in scheduling and like, I've kind of, I've kind of gotten to the point where I've just been like, we will tape whenever, but I don't want to have that mentality is my point. I, we need to be timely. I want to be more timely with this. I, I want to do be more timely. Yes. But at times when it's timely, I am working on Sundays. I have a full work day on Sundays and you know that, you I, know well, that the timeliness is is important to me. This is but Monday. Okay. I can always tape during the afternoon, day, afternoon until about five thirty on Monday. I can always tape Sunday. Very difficult for me to tape because I'm working every Sunday. I understand that, but like, am I not? I'm also in the middle of my work day today. I I work seven days a week. To do, uh, I don't have a day off. Like I have very little free time. I sacrifice watching the the NFL games to tape and do notes for the Hack City stream. Like, look, it has it. It's not even this isn't the FCS show. This isn't that's not what the argument is. It's it's the hat. It's the channel. The channel that is this channel has outgrown the FCS show. It has turned into a college football channel. Sure. And off of the efforts of me constantly doing extra shit, like just I'm doing so much. I'm posting so much stuff. And this isn't like me saying, this isn't me sitting here saying, fuck Sean, he's not doing enough. It's fuck. If Sean was you doing it, you said wait, I wasn't gonna wait. listen to the show. Wait, okay, that was that was me just trying to trying to incite you. But um 
it's not fuck Sean. He's not doing uh, enough. It's fuck. If Sean was doing the same amount as me and we were doing the same amount of work, work together and we were doing all the same things and we were putting the same amount of time in, this would be, this channel would be at 50,000 subscribers. Like I can only do so much as one person. Then why don't you that text fair? me that? Because it's more entertaining more to air it out on the like aggressive re- lady. That's what you're you were past aggressive that I had to drive back on Monday. That's what it was. But I've I've but I've, I've I've texted you this and I've brought it up to you before. Like I've asked you like that, like when I've I'm constantly asking you, like, when can you come on the FBS live stream? When can you come on the FBS live stream? When can you come on the FBS tonight? live stream? And oh, I get a lot. We're not going tomorrow? live tonight. Tomorrow? We're not going live tonight. We're going live tomorrow morning. That's right tomorrow morning yeah the our listeners i created a poll and most of them voted thursday mornings what time thursday morning uh whenever we want i'll i'll wake up at four in the but like i'm volunteering to wake Uh up early as shit so that we can do it like that's that's my willingness and my commitment to continuing to grow this and and it's not passive aggressive though like i just i think that this could be a a more collective effort that's where my frustration is like that's and I don't think that's unjustified. Is it not? It's not, but you did it in a way where you didn't just say that. You made it seem like it was just the one show. I think it could have been a little more obvious than or it, 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 Yeah, okay. Fine. I didn't I didn't come out and say it. I'm sorry that I didn't come out and say it, but it's like don't you agree that we could be doing well, then more? Why would you, Yes, but why would you hide that behind the 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 what is it? The, the the fence or whatever of oh, it's a huge game. Because I brought it up before. I brought it, but okay, but it wasn't that. Because uh, I brought it up before, and like, there's been no action done on it. I believe you understand that I'm not just dicking around all day. I know you're not dicking around, and I neither am I. Which is, we both have busy full time jobs, but I throw away my free time and I use my free time on this channel. That all of my free time is spent on this channel. On a weeknight, I get an hour to eat, shower, and then I and get ready for the next day, and I just go to bed. And on Sundays or on Saturdays, I watch the games and I take notes. What happens? And, Do you not seeing the girlfriend anymore? Oh, come on, seriously? What? No, no. If, if no, this is what it is, no, 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 no. no, 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 no I'm not taking a dig. No, no, I'm just, I, I'm not no, taking a dig. That was a dig. That was that was not a dig. That was a dig. If you're saying you don't, you don't use any, I don't know what your timing is. If you're not, then okay. But that has nothing to do with it. Yes, I spend time with my girlfriend, but that doesn't have anything to do with it. And that's kind of like a that. Let's not make it. Then let's not. That kind of actually is that's kind of a ridiculous statement to just randomly bring up. And I knew that you were going to probably bring up something. Well, if you're saying I'm I'm eating for an hour and then I'm going to bed, getting up in the morning, going to the going the the sawmill uh, uh for content then i'm gonna say okay well then maybe maybe he didn't tell me about something happening no nothing nothing okay has happened. i was nothing just a, i'm just we, trying to get the picture together we, if you're saying I, you got no free time that has nothing that's where your to free do time with it. going my, to it my my point is is that like i'm i'm using my free time to continually grow this i'm recording vertical like the the vertical videos that have been growing and getting a lot of attention i just like i think that don't you agree that if it, that you could be you know what? I'm gonna just fucking say it. I keep dancing around it. Do you Dance agree that you put him? Do you know that? No, no, no. Do you think that you've put him at the same amount of time over the past couple of months into this ch- channel as as much as I? No. Do you think that you could put in more time? Probably. Okay, then. What do you want this thing to grow, or is it just my venture that what I'm trying to grow? What kind of question is that? What kind of question is that? Uh, but You're that's, being a goofball. 
I'm not being a goofball. That's my frustration. And that's why I was, I was fucking, I was pissed off this week and why I've been kind of pissed off over the past couple weeks. Like, it's just like, I feel like I'm like, I'm doing this on my own, but then we talk, we have conversations like this is a joint venture and it doesn't feel like one at times. Like that's where this is coming from. Okay. Well, in so many words, you haven't said that. I just said it. Finally. I, wait. Okay. But that that's, that's the inherent issue. I, I shouldn't have to say it. You should just say, say it. it. No, but you should just, just say it. Then but you, you should just want to be doing more. Like I, I don't have to motivate myself. I'm always just telling myself, I like, what more can I do? What more can I do? And the results are there. But like, I feel like I, like I shouldn't have to, be, I don't want to have to be your coach and be like, get, you know, like show up the meeting, show up to this. Like, I need you to do this. Like being, telling you what to do. I don't want to be that person. I feel like I operate well that way. Uh, do you want me to do that? Do you want Why me to, not? to boss if, you around? If it's you get gonna mad make it less frustrating. Well, of course it's Joe bossing me around. I can't have that. <laughs> There's a way to go about this that is not letting you boil over to a point of such frustration and then letting me not, you know, dick, dick around or do whatever. There's a there's okay. a middle ground here that I don't think either of us have found. That's fair. Yes, that's fair. OK, OK. I think we're relatively on the same page. God, Fuck. jeez. All right. So are you going to be on a live get to that point with me? Don't you don't you ever do that? Uh, don't God. bring me to that point. Fuck you. <laughs> Jeez. Oh, yeah. you wouldn't believe what he did today. Oh, you know, yeah. I bet you were complaining about me all over the place. Yeah, I aired you out with every listener on Twitter. No, I'm, I'm sure. No, but <laughs> I, I, no. It, it, it should never. No, it, no, it, I didn't. The relationship did should never get to the point where one of his is one of us is, I don't know, sitting and stewing about the other doing or not doing something okay all right that's fair no that's fair that's a fair point that's a fair i i don't disagree that's a fair point okay and we we will continue this discussion i or i think the discussion's done but like we'll see what happens sure okay okay all right i think that's the end of the show thanks for everyone who was entertained by sean and i fighting um at joe entertaining that was what? How was that even? Oh, God. <laughs> it's like listening to mom and dad fight. And I know Jeez. Colin's going to be upset. <laughs> I doubt it. Colin asks where where you are every live stream. Every live stream he asks where you are. Working, Colin. <laughs> Working. All right. Thanks, everyone, for tuning in. At Jody Leon, at Sanderson Radio, Hack City, subscribe. Oh, fuck. My mouse is not going to let me end this. Fuck. <laughs> <laughs> Why is this geeking out? Are you going to leave this part in? Wait one second. <laughs> oh.